Good morning and welcome to the School of Serenity. We are being broadcast by the Walk of Serenity and 4MTV and we have a wonderful interview for you today. We have Lauren Schuvens on who is a meditation and mindfulness teacher and she's here to discuss the role of meditation in mental health. And I am your host, Kara Keem. I'm a psychotherapist and author and a Reiki master. And I have written a book, Discovering My Wings, which talks about how my life radically transformed when I started fearlessly following my intuition. And I help women step into their power through the voice of their intuition. And so we are so excited to have Lauren here with us today, and we'll sort of dive into everything she's doing. She is has individualized meditation programs for people around the world, and you go by the Meditating Nomad, right? Yes, correct. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, that's, that's you. That's your name. So tell us a little bit about this work that you're doing and how you got into this and why it's so near and dear to your heart. I know you have a story around why meditation and is important to you. Yes, and that's that's a very broad question. I could talk for hours. I'll try and keep it short. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And kicking off, I think everyone who has such a calling, such a vision in life, they always have a story attached to it. You know, it's like, it's all about turning your mess into a message. It's a, one of my favorite lines to use. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, I absolutely. Absolutely love that. That is a quote I am going to to keep. Your into your message. Did you come up with that? No, I read it somewhere. I don't remember where, but it stuck with me since it's it's powerful. It's yeah. Wow. Yes, that is so powerful. So interesting. So that's how my book came about. Was a mess. Is that how your business sort of came about? Is going through a messy time of transition? Exactly. Yeah, I got into mind and mindfulness and meditation on a personal level first of all because I was dealing with some pretty messy traumas. Let's say I went through a few uh, very challenging yes. situations and very challenging phases in life. And in the end, it was meditation, it was mindfulness that helped me not only to get through, but also to never fall back in that again. So that's on a personal level why it's so dear to my heart, like you asked, right? And when I figured, okay, this, I'm sure it's not just for me that it works so well and that it has so much power. I'm sure this, <laughs> this would go for other people too. I decided to actually do something with it at a larger scale, quit my job, yes. start my own yeah, organization, my own meditation brand, so I can share this practice with more and more people and help more and more people to live life on their own terms, not being held back by blockages, by traumas, not being held back by themselves and to tap into their own authentic yeah. self more and more because that's when life becomes fun. That's when life becomes more and more beautiful. And sometimes we forget because we get, uh, yeah, where we're, daily life catches up with us or we, yes. we're not able to, yeah, to break through some patterns that we may be stuck in, etc. So the fact that this helped me so much, it helped literally turn my life around. It helps literally save my life, I can I can say without a doubt. So I decided yes. I need to do something with this. More people <laughs> need to become yes. a queen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I find that meditation is just essential for calming the nervous system and really helping to soothe the nervous system. And it gives you those moments of respite. 
you know, those moments of quiet and calm in the body, which we so desperately need. Exactly, exactly. Meditation is all about healing because what happens in meditation is that your body, your minds are resting at such deep level, deeper than sleep, that we allow our system, our body, our minds to heal in its own natural way because our system knows how to heal itself but we don't often let it anymore because life is busy, so many things going on, so many things to deal with, so many challenges, etc. Our to-do lists are pages long, yes. if you're anything like me, at least. <laughs> so meditation comes in. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and meditation comes in. Yes. Yeah, to rest so deeply that you can heal again, emotionally, mentally, right. physically. Yeah. Wow. I love that because it's so true. We do know how to heal ourselves. I mean, that is part of an innate biology. You know, Peter Levine says that yeah. human beings have the innate capacity to heal trauma, but to triumph over trauma. And I deeply believe that. And so this meditation is one tool for doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Meditation is one tool indeed. And there's many other modalities, as we call them, that are also very powerful. Some people really like yoga, for example. Some people yeah. really like mindfulness. Of course, meditation, mindfulness, there's overlap. It's not the yeah. exact same. It's, it's a misconception that it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, but there's also breath work, of course. There's different modalities. But yes. nonetheless... This is, uh, from my personal perspective, meditation is at the heart of all of it, I would say. So mm -hmm. it's, it's the foundation mm -hmm. that the rest yes. for me. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. And for our audience, can you distinguish a little bit between meditation and mindfulness, what of some course. of those differences might be? Of course. What I often see or what I often hear is that people say they are meditating while they're actually engaging in mindful activity. So, for example, sometimes someone says, oh, I, I was just um, my meditation is cooking or my meditation is taking a walk on the beach. And from a, a, a traditional definition standpoint, that's more of a type of mindfulness yeah. practice. Because the traditional sense yes. of meditation is to sit down, close your eyes and draw inwards, right? So to put it very black and white, mm -hmm. I would say mm -hmm. that meditation is the seated practice with your eyes closed, the traditional way of doing it. But yes. Mindfulness, on the, other hand, on the other hand, can be a bit more active. At times we have our eyes open. However, having said that, they, of course, do have a lot of overlap. They touch each other very strongly, right? Mm -hmm. And they enhance each other a lot, of course, but it's not black and white the same thing. Mm -hmm. Another way to explain it, I love this definition or this, this way of, of um, explaining it. Meditation is the awareness of what's going on inside. Mindfulness, mm -hmm. on the other hand, is the awareness of what's going on outside or what you're doing, yeah. nonetheless outside. That's a very easy way to explain it, I would say, yeah. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. And I love that distinction. That's mm -hmm. really helpful for people who <laughs> might not have had yeah. that reference yeah. for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. And so working through your own traumas and finding meditation, you then decided to start your company, Samavera, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well pronounced. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Tell us, that's where I always things is in the pronunciation tell us about this business and mm -hmm. this company so what started. 
Yes, yes, of course. So as I mentioned, I decided this is something I want to share with others. Like I said, I even quit my job. I dove in. I said, okay, I don't want to work for someone else anymore. This is what I want to do. Let's see what happens, right? We don't know. We never know what yes. happens, what, what life has in store for us, but we need to at least try. So long story mm -hmm. short, I created a training program out of my own training that I received in Thailand while living in a monastery with Buddhist monks. So it's actually, I was trained by Buddhist monks who taught me not only how to meditate myself, but also how to teach others how to meditate. So of course, this was an incredible period of my life. And I, I, yes. I decided, okay, this is so powerful, this is so needed, even more so these days, of course, with COVID, with conflicts going on in our, in our world, with all the, the transitions mm. that we're going through. So yes. out of my own training, I created a program to help teach others how to meditate. And this is not just for beginners. Of course, wow. people who are new to meditation, it's perfect because you learn it properly, fully from the start, because we don't yes. just guide you through a meditation. We train you on how to meditate, which is highly uncommon. I was taking a, a, a brow, I was taking a look around, browsing online, and I have not come across a, a brand, an organization that trains in meditation only brands and, and schools that guide in meditation but of course guidance training is, is very different right yes. it's not just yes. for beginners not less yeah yeah and that's that's also so why i thought okay why does that not exist if i want to learn something i go to, to a training regardless of what right. it is before I go to the to the gym the first time, I will ask someone to support me to make sure I'm doing the exercises correctly, right? So, so I don't injure myself. So it makes me better instead of worse. Yes. And if I if I learn a language, I take I use an app or I go to a, a language school. So why is meditation different? Mm -hmm. I was wondering why do we rely on only apps and YouTube? But they're great to maintain the practice. I would say they're not always the best to learn. Because there's so many different versions out there, so many different ways, so many different styles. And it can take a long time to figure out what works for you, what doesn't, why we're doing certain things the way we're doing, why we don't do other things. Because there's no one to ask these questions to, right? So, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. So I created a training for Yes, and we don't know. Yes. For two years? It's been over two years. No, no, I think there's a little bit of a delay. We're always a little bit of a delay, but that's okay. We're just rolling with it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So we created a training program to help not only beginner meditators, but also more advanced meditators to drop deeper into their practice. And what we found so far, this, wow. this is so humbling, really, and it shows us that we're on the right path. We still don't know what's going to happen in, in the rest of our future, but nonetheless, it shows us right. on the right path is that people who had been meditating for more than 10 years said that nonetheless, they learned new things in the training. And not just that, they had deeper meditative experiences using the tools, the exercises, the techniques that we taught in our training based on the past 10 years of having been meditating with apps, with, with guides, with YouTube. And that's just, that's incredible. I mean, there yeah so wow. it taught me that wow. this is yeah this is amazing it taught me that the technique that i learned from the monks in the monastery in thailand 
really goes back to the the core of what meditation is like and it also yes. showed me that comparing it to let's say modern day meditations um i would say meditation has become so mm -hmm. modernized and not there's nothing wrong with that but it changed a lot right. over time and yes. for some people it works great perfect but for some others it doesn't actually and then taking the training that we host it helped them click it helped them really understand the practice and really dive deep into the practice and use it and embody it better, mm. embody it more. So, yeah, amazing experience. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, how incredible. So did you leave home? Share with the audience where you're from originally. I'm from the Netherlands. I have left home yes. about eight years ago. Trying to calculate how old eight I am years. now. <laughs> Oh. Yes, eight years okay. ago. And so did you find the monastery during your travels? Sorry? Did you find the monastery during your travels? Actually, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've been living abroad, That's incredible. working abroad, studying abroad. <laughs> and now yeah. I'm, living in, uh, I'm living in Berlin and Spain half the time. The hence why I call myself digital nomad wow. or the, the meditating nomads because I meditate a lot and I live abroad and travel a lot so that together makes me I love nomad. it <laughs> yeah. yes I love it and what a powerful experience to be able to actually live in a monastery and study and train with these Buddhist monks I mean that's just incredible yeah yeah once in a lifetime experience yeah Wow. Wow. And so that experience is what sort of opened your soul up to yeah. teaching the world about the benefits of meditation. Exactly. I already had my own practice by then, but I wanted to do more with it. So when I learned how to teach it, that was yeah. the next step. Then we hosted our trainings for people who want to learn how to meditate or deepen their meditation practice. And yet again, I wanted more. Right. <laughs> So we developed a teacher training as well, and we've been teaching um, future teachers on how to share it with their audiences as well. So actually the, the brands or the, the meditation community that we're building now is um, not just hosting trainings for meditators, but also training, uh, hosting trainings for teachers, meditation teachers, or people who want to become a meditation teacher. And they then share the right. practice with their community, whether it be online or offline. So we're actually creating mm -hmm. local meditation communities in different continents, countries, cities in the world. So we can wow. bring groups of meditators back together, just like you would go to a yoga class in a yoga studio. Why yes. is it not the same for meditation? It's, a, it's beautiful yes. to share this practice with others. So, yes. so that is our the vision that we're working towards and that's, in a nutshell, what we're doing. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's so, so powerful. And I mean, I think yeah. we do need that guidance and that direction. Cause when I get on an app, it's like, am I doing this right? You know, sometimes our mind yeah. is wandering and we don't always have a point of reference for if the meditation is going well mm -hmm. or not. And so everyone has different experiences. So you really individualize the plan for the person, right? Correct. Yeah, that's true. Um, so what we do is the training, of course, we have a group of meditators coming together and they go through the same training, obviously. 
But what right. we do is we first show and guide from the beginning till the end. And then mm -hmm. at each consecutive session, we dive into the next, the next meditation elements or the next meditation technique. And we really mm -hmm. dive into such detail that we really explain, okay, what's the purpose of this technique, how to use it, how not to use it, what are variations or alternatives of the technique. And then students in between the sessions can experiment with all those alternatives to figure out which one is the one that works best for them. And what's beautiful is that sometimes students come back to the next session and say like, oh, I created something new. <laughs> and it's just beautiful yeah. because it means they're finding their flow, they're finding their style. Yes. And that's the whole purpose of what we're doing. And yes. I have not come across this in my life before. And I'm, I think I'm pretty ingrained in the meditation uh, world. <laughs> so I guess right. it, it means it doesn't exist. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Because <laughs> I use a lot of meditation as a therapist yeah. with my clients, but not every client can sit down and, and get to the places or do the imagery work. And do you find that some people just have a harder time? Some of my clients describe their brain as like buzzing bees, uh -huh. you know, and they just can't get there. Do you have any of those clients yourself? Um, yes, we do. First of all, everyone is different and I've been doing this for years now, but still I'm, I'm hearing new stories, new experiences. And I was just talking to my current group of students mm -hmm. yesterday or even this morning. And again, someone shared something and how beautiful it is to do this together in a group because we're all learning from each other's experiences, not just me, yes. but them as well, of course. And it shows me that everyone is so different. So indeed, mm -hmm. some people have more challenges with picking up the practice than others. But mm -hmm. there's something I'd like to mention here. It's a perfect timing. Um, many people think that the purpose of meditation is to empty and clear the mind. Mm -hmm. And this is indeed an effect of a, of a, a proper meditation practice. But we don't mm -hmm. actually make it the purpose of it because the more you focus on it, the less that works, right? It's right. like me telling you not to think of a purple elephant. What are you thinking about? Obviously, right. exactly that. <laughs> so when you mm -hmm. tell yourself, mind, don't think, don't think, the mind will yes. think even more. It just yes. doesn't work. And thinking is not our enemy. Our minds, our brain are very useful. It really depends how we use it. So what meditation helps you to do is to increase awareness of the thoughts that we have, of the way we are, of how we're doing, how we're being. And with that awareness, we can make a decision. We can decide what we want to do with it. We can increase awareness regarding whether we're stuck in a certain thought pattern that doesn't serve us, for example. So then we can decide right. to, to break that cycle, break that pattern, and replace it by one that's more constructive one that's more useful right. for us basically i have to say nonetheless that of course over time with practice the more you become acquainted and the deeper you drop into your meditations the more your mind learns how to calm down definitely it's definitely an effect of the practice but we don't make it the purpose because that achieves the, the opposite effect <laughs> from experience yes so <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I found that myself. I tell my clients who have the buzzing bee brains, I do too. That is definitely my brain. And when I first started meditating, three, three minutes felt like an eternity. I mean, an unbelievable eternity. And, you know, after a couple of years, I could sit down and when I was down in Peru and meditate for up to two hours. Yeah. I mean, I really could be 
for two hours. But when I was starting, I mean, it was three minutes felt like forever. Exactly. So I do believe it is a result, but it's not, it doesn't happen overnight. And I love pointing out the awareness piece, you know, cause my brain might be the buzzing bees, but if I can bring awareness to what's happening yeah. in that moment. Exactly. And your mind will calm down. It will. Exactly like you said, three minutes feeling like a full day. <laughs> and then yes. two hours yes. passing by like that. It's all, it's all practice. It's all training, yes. just like anything else. Just like anything else. Right. Right. So you believe that we can all train our brains to calm down. Definitely. Even the buzzing. Beat. Definitely. Okay. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I think the reason that yes. some people think or believe they can't is because they understand meditation in a different way than what it's supposed to be understood like or supposed to be practiced like like i said maybe focusing on the wrong mm -hmm. goal and thinking uh, having doing their first meditation having a buzzing bee type of mind indeed and thinking ah, this is not for me <laughs> never mind but that is yes. exactly meditation that's exactly the practice but when we switch that mindset and that understanding suddenly the same meditation was a success It's all about the mindset and the understanding yes. of what the practice yes. is in the first place. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Okay. So since you are the meditating nomad, where, how many countries is Samavera in right now? How is this working around the world? That is a good question. We, yeah. <laughs> because of course with the, uh, the pandemic, we also went back online to an extent. So we have, we have oh. trainers in different countries in person. But we also have a community that's highly international and online. So to be honest, the exact numbers right now, I would not even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But we are, yeah, I wouldn't even know, which I think is a good sign. <laughs> that's a great sign. That means you're you're taking off. Yeah, I love it. Exactly. And do exactly. you, do you, yeah. yes, do you travel around sharing about some of our around different countries i know you're mainly between spain and berlin but are you traveling around and doing some of these meditations i was before indeed but now i decided okay it's time for me to take a step back and to train others to start mm -hmm. taking the lead so we can focus on growing the community and others can yes. focus and also become more experienced and being the trainer so right yes. now where i'm of course being the being the founder i'm wearing 25 hats obviously but i decided to first first of all focus on online trainings a bit more because it is for um to grow the community it's it is more efficient and then our trainers have the space to indeed either guide in their communities locally or if they like to travel or if they like to do it online right we are quite flexible there so currently i'm not traveling anymore <clears throat> for work but i'm still traveling very much for personal life <laughs> definitely <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Yes. I yeah. love it. I love it. And I love following you on Instagram, the meditating nomad, because you are just, you know, so deep in this practice and you're sharing it with the world and you know the benefits of how it can heal and save yes. and help others. Yes. So I just, you know, these things come through us. Don't you feel like when something is a soul calling, it is just channeled through you? Yes. Yeah. I yes. often get the question, oh, where did you get the idea? Where did it come from? And I honestly don't have an answer. The idea came to mind. I thought, that's random. <laughs> and then a few years yes. later, it kept coming up. And I thought, okay, maybe I'll, I'll 
look into it. Then I thought, yes. maybe I should take it seriously. And then I thought, okay, let me try, etc., etc. It's like yes. when you look yes. back, you can connect the dots and you see the red thread. It's clear. But when you're in it, it yes. doesn't make any sense. Yes. Yeah, it's so true. It's so, so true. It's that's what my book is about. I would love to send you a copy of it. Yes. It's all about intuition and the universe leading you and guiding you. It, it is like yes. getting a piece of a puzzle and then you go, you know, 10 steps and you get another exactly. piece of the puzzle and you go another 10 steps and you get enough. And eventually it begins to have a picture and take form. But when you have that first puzzle piece, you have no clue how it's going to look. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't even make sense. Like, why me? Why that? Why now? Why <laughs> me? Yes. 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 And that's how I felt about writing my book. I mean, that was never my idea. I never in a million years dreamed to be an author and write a book. It was just the puzzle pieces. And everyone kept telling me over and over again, the messages, that's a book, you should write a book. And eventually you're like, oh, if I listen to these messages, it takes form, right? I mean, I feel like you had that same experience. You kept receiving, receiving, receiving the message. It seems quite random. But when we act on it, it's actually spirit working through us. Exactly. I even heard from some people, and this resonates with me, but of course everyone sees life differently, right? So it may not resonate with some others, but that there are these spiritual downloads and multiple people receive the same download. So it depends on who acts on it and who doesn't. It may be that I'm right. It may be that I'll be success, successful in building a big meditation community just because I acted on it not because I well I hope I'm well suited but nonetheless it may not even right. be because I'm the best person to do it it is because yes. I trusted followed and acted yeah so right right have you read big magic no I've heard of it but not haven't read yet I'll add it to my my reading list okay Yes, yes. That's Elizabeth Gilbert. And she talks about ideas as yeah. being sort of downloads. And it's like whoever reaches up and grabs it, you know, yes. and decides to take on that, that yeah. journey. And yeah. even if multiple people receive the same download, there's an energy that only you have that you can bring to your version of it, right? Because yeah. I wrote a book about like intuition and adventure and driving to Alaska, like a million women could write their own version of it. But mine true. has my energy of it. And so the true. same is true for your business and your way that you teach people to meditate, right? Very true. Very true. And that's also why with our teachers, we say, okay, great. You have your personalized meditation style. Now go find your personalized teaching style and spread. Yes. <laughs> and yes. Same. <laughs> exactly. And spread the world because they can only bring that specific frequency exactly. that they carry exactly. in the world. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. It really does feel like spirit working through us, yeah. you know, like just if we're open and we're listening and we're meditating, yes. it's unbelievable <laughs> what can unfold in our lives. I mean, things yes. I never dreamed were possible. Do you feel that way? Totally. Totally. Yeah. I, even my mom said it not long ago. She doesn't recognize me anymore more i used yes. to be so low in life and now i'm doing things i could not have thought were even gonna come my way let alone that i could do them so yeah. that's that's yes. the ultimate confirmation <laughs> yes i absolutely believe that. yeah yeah 
Yes, absolutely. And I believe strongly that is another benefit of meditating. I really do. I think that's how we get the downloads. Yes. Yeah, you're open, you connect, you are willing to receive or you're open to receive instead of just, um, how to say, sometimes we're caught up in talking, but we don't listen, right? So what meditation helps you to do is to open up yeah. to listen and then deep insights come up. Yes. Wherever those insights come from, that depends on your, your the beliefs about the world, right? But yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. I heard Deepak Chopra say, uh, prayer is when we talk to God. Yes. God, meditation is when God talks yes, to us. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Well, in our few minutes left that we have, share with the audience one tip for getting started in meditation and what they can do to just begin this journey if they're yes. new to it. I love that question because like we just talked about, it's all about first understanding what meditation is actually, it is actually about and not giving yourself a goal that is not right. fully achievable in the beginning, such as focusing on, on clearing the mind. So I would say if you want to yes. get started with meditation or if you want to try again, focus on observe, observation and awareness because an empty a still mind will come by itself that's number one so that means you are doing it right even when you feel it doesn't make sense or when you feel this is not working you're doing it right do continue mm -hmm. it's it's a training like anything else and second a great other tip is to focus on noticing when you get distracted and focusing on coming back to yourself coming back to your breath, coming back to where you were in meditation. This is perfectly normal. It's perfectly fine to get distracted. I still do too sometimes. Not all my meditations are perfect yet either. But right. that way, the time right. you can spend in meditation increases by itself over time. You don't have to focus on having a 30-minute meditation. That will happen by itself. Just focus on noticing when you get distracted and coming back to your breath and coming back to your meditation. As simple as yes. that. Not always easy, but as simple as that. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a great tip. Such a great tip. And to know that you're still human too. Like it's we don't <laughs> get it right all the time. Just allowing for the humanness in yes. In, in this yes. practice. Yeah. That was a reminder to myself yeah. mostly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I always, always, it always is. Yeah. Yes. And I just love following you on Instagram. You're under the Meditating Nomad. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And share with the audience how else to find you. How do people learn about Samavera? We are online at samaverameditation.com and also on Instagram on Samavera Meditation. You can find it also through my personal profile. So. Okay. Okay. I need to follow you on the Samavera. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Thank you Great. so much. Yes. Well, it's been such a pleasure to have you here That's as a guest. Fun. Thank you for sharing with us about meditation. I mean, it's a huge, huge part of healing, as yes. we know. And I yes. just want to spread awareness about this vital role and how it can help us heal. Yes. Yes. Beautifully said and, and beautiful, the alignments and the, oh, yes, oh, yes, that we had during this conversation. That's, yeah. that's the most beautiful way of having such conversations. So thank you for that. Thank of you. course, of course. So make sure to follow the Meditating Nomad. And then for our interview and podcast, you can hop on over to karakim.com. That's K-A-R-A-K-I-H-M.com. 
And we'll have a podcast version of this too. So people can listen if they can't watch and follow along. Beautiful. I'm looking forward. Thank you for yeah. this opportunity. Read her book, guys. Read her book. Yes. Oh, yes. Yay. All right. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. You too.